Yeah, all right. We are here on the Slack line um, with uh, Jay Wow. 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 And the boss. The boss is coming! That's a made up dumb fairy tale name, you And we are here with Alexis Makepeace. Hello. Uh, film director, writer. Is that where it stops? Or do you yeah. do other things on oh. film? No. no? Really. Are there other things in life? No. Okay, cool. That's <laughs> all right. Yeah, film director and writer. Um, and we are actually without Wow today. Um, it's a little bit weird, actually, Alexis. A couple weeks ago, we had an episode where Wow he didn't show up. Like, he just didn't show up. Oh. Uh, we were with Morgan Haley Smith, who I think mm-hmm. you know. I am. I'm familiar. And, uh, and then he called halfway through the cast, and he was at the U.S.-Mexico border in Texas. Oh, shit. And they had mistaken him for a Mexican person and they were trying to deport him and, and a whole bunch of shit oh, happened. Fuck. He lost his phone. We talked to a Trump supporter for a little while who recovered it. And then and then Jay Wow ended up with his phone back. But then that episode like disappeared into the ether. Like it, I can't edit it anymore. It just won't load on my computer. And and I, I I'm of a se- sneaking suspicion that Wow was replaced with a doppelganger. Oh my god, like Avril Lavigne. Yeah, because he came back and did not have his mustache. What? Which is kind of an odd flip because usually the evil twin has the mustache. That is weird. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of throwing me for a loop. I think uh, I think there's something going on with Wow that that we're not really. Uh, Either that or we're in the upside down. We're in the upside down. How would we have ended up in the upside down? How would we have both ended up in the upside down? Or is it just me in the upside down? I think, like, in this one timeline of reality, we're both in the upside down. But I don't have an answer for you. Well, in that case, I mean, there's infinite timelines of reality if you're going to prescribe to that. (laughs) (laughs) I I do. You do? Okay, (laughs) fair enough. Okay, uh, We're gonna get right into it. Maybe you don't want to. You don't want to plug anything or anything, Alexis. You're starting your. You started a story oh, or a, a crazy. Can, you're I doing can, your. I, I, yeah. Okay, do I some plug-in. I feel like I always like. I know. <sighs> okay. I'll give you five seconds. Oh God. Um, <laughs> watch the teaser for Pretty Herds. You can go like the page on Facebook and stay tuned for Crazy Eights. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that was good. All right. Okay. Sweet plug. Well, we brought Alexis in today uh, to discuss um, some conspiracy theories. There's been a lot of stuff, some weird shit going on over the last couple years, especially. Uh, and the JFK files were released just a few a uh, few days ago, or last week, sometime. Of which they still, well, a little bit. It's cool. like uh, of which they still, um, they didn't release like 30 pages of it. Still, mm-hmm. that's kind of like. I don't know stuff like JFK. Um, it it seems almost too like like the idea of a conspiracy theory that the president of the United States was assassinated. Like that doesn't sound like a conspiracy theory to me. That sounds like just like That's normal yeah. human stuff that happens. I agree, and I don't know a whole lot about this, so I'll Fair have enough. to wait for your little information pieces on it. Um, but. I agree. Like, what's a conspiracy theory about like someone assassinated the president? Like, that's just the fact of. What well, happened. it's just. I mean, I don't know like the the, the intricate details. The the main idea is that. Sorry, I was eating a grape. 
This that is JFK, also yeah. ASMR. <laughs> that <laughs> that JFK was uh, assassinated by somebody who was not uh, Harvey Oswald. Harvey Oswald. Oh, Harvey Oswald? yes. Uh, okay. From yeah. the uh, from the hit from the grassy knoll, possibly a government conspiracy to like kill the kill the president. And everybody's like, well, that's that's craziness. And I'm like, why is that craziness? Like it, it's. The idea that uh, a government would conspire against its leader, mm-hmm. like it's happened many, many times all throughout human history. So I don't see why people that think something like that or even like entertain the possibility of it. Like, I think there's a difference between firmly believing in a conspiracy theory and just being like, well, yeah, that sounds plausible to me. Yeah. You know, like I don't firmly believe that the president assa- was assassinated by a government conspiracy but it sounds plausible so if it if it was if it came to light that that was the case i would not be surprised at all literally anytime anyone's like or maybe it was the government and i'm like that's definitely the answer (laughs) 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 well like i have a list i have a list of stuff that people used to um used to uh regard as conspiracy theories okay and have been proven true okay so mk ultra was a conspiracy there was a conspiracy theory that the US government was like conducting mind control experiments on on its own citizens and stuff like that um to basically try to give people superpowers and uh it was proven that that was true like they were trying to do it they had a bunch of like uh ex nazi scientists that were helping them and like crazy shit mm-hmm. like that like it was proven to be true it was a program called MK Ultra uh the diamond price uh artificially inflated everybody was always like under the impression that the diamonds were artificially inflated, that the companies that were mining them were like stockpiling them and just releasing them, um, which they totally were. And businesses do like all over the world now. It's just like common practice. Like that's why the oil market crash happened because they aren't actually adhering to the proper principles of what the market is. Like, it, 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 And so, yeah, there's like a bunch of crazy shit. U.S. Pup- public health used... Th- 399 black men for uh, experimentation of syphilis between 1932 and 1972. They like knew they had syphilis, purposely didn't tell them just to see what would happen to these people. I was like just reading about that in my AIDS research. That'll oh, make really? more sense when this podcast okay, continues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and uh, one of the scariest ones is didn't actually happen, but Congress in the 1960s actually put forth a proposal two uh uh fake terror attacks not fake but like plant terror attacks on u.s soil and blame cuba to like draw cuban rah 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 right uh it ended up getting rejected by president kennedy but there were people that were there that (laughs) wanted to get that done and and uh, like you go back to like the 70s and stuff and you listen to, uh, you know, like the, the stereotypical hippie who's like, oh, man, the government's like always watching us, man. Like the government is fucking always yeah. watching us. Yeah. Like all of our stuff is constantly being seen. And we just kind of like, nah, we just kind of deal with it now. I don't know. It's weird. I know. And I feel like like I put the tape over my webcam, you know, like Do on my you? laptop, but then I have all my location services on in my iPhone. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I find that to be an exercise <laughs> in futility. Yeah. Like I get it. I probably should, but like you know what, if some person wants to rip into my 
my computer camera and watch me jerk off like that's totally <laughs> up to them <laughs> like i I, I don't want to <laughs> see that so all they're gonna see is me just like watching old episodes of the office for like <laughs> 10 hour increments yeah. at a time <laughs> can this girl ever get sick of the office she's starting it again <laughs> it's the same episode <laughs> you watched this two days ago so yeah, it's even so more depressing <laughs> yeah no i get that way too so yeah, I mean, Alexis, you brought a couple uh, a couple topics to talk about. So why don't you bring up your first uh, first thing and educate me on your cool. conspiracy theory? Um, are you gonna edit this so I sound smart? Um, if you sound dumb in parts, I might. <laughs> no, good, good. Um, let's start with the more fun one, like the Mandela effect. Okay. Because that's just it's you know, pretty. Uh, it's like a good icebreaker. Yeah, one. it's kind of light. Okay, so I'll I know that we all probably kind of know about this, but I'll just recap it. And I'm sorry if I pronounce some names wrong, but I think I'll be fine. Okay, so the Mandela Effect is a phenomenon where a small or large group of people remember a detail or an event different from what actually happened, thus inferring the possibility of alternate realities or timelines of history. The name refers to people remembering that Nelson Mandela had died in prison in the 1980s, when actually he survived long after his release and died in 2013. Um, for me, when I kind of first became aware of this or heard about it for the first time was the infamous uh, Berenstein Bears case, which is wild. Yeah. So for me, I remember the Berenstein Bears being B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. Like Stein. Yeah, Stein. <coughs> Like, very clearly, I remember this. Because I had hundreds of the books when I was growing up. Same. Yeah. And they're in hundreds, doctors. Maybe, like, There's dozens. literally so many books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I watch the show all the time. Like, I remember it so clearly. And then, all of a sudden, people are freaking out because it's spelled A-I-N everywhere, right? Yeah. And, okay. So, <laughs> so the first time this was actually brought up was actually in, like, a Dreadlock dedicated forum back in 2009. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was the first time somebody was, like... Hey, Wait a second. what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. Um, Some dude just <laughs> smoking weed. Wait a second. <laughs> Which is probably why it was dismissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he didn't understand why the pronunciation of his favorite childhood book had changed, like why people were saying it differently. Um, but then it kind of got like shut down by like neo-Nazi <laughs> commentators. So <laughs> some weird things are oh, said. Oh, because it was like a Jewish name or something. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was like, and then it kind of went into that direction, and the point course, was lost yeah, in that gets forum. Into, yeah. yeah, you know how dreadlock forums are. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, very <laughs> political. The dreadlock <laughs> forums. <laughs> Just run by neo-Nazis. <laughs> um, Skinheads and dreadlock. <laughs> exactly. And so, in 2011, it kind of popped up again on, like, a satire website. And then this guy actually wrote a whole kind of piece about it. And even though it was a joke, it, he raised a very interesting point. So, okay. I have a little expert excerpt of it here. Hit me with it. So, at some point between the years 1986 and 2011, someone traveled back in time and inadvertently altered the timeline of human history so that the Berenstain Bears somehow became the Berenstain Bears, he wrote. This is why everyone remembers the name incorrectly. It was Berenstein when we were kids, but at some point when we weren't paying attention, someone went back in time and rippled our life experience ever so slightly. So kind of following into that belief that if you go back in time and like step on a bug yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. The butterfly. Like in the Simpsons Trios of Horror, we've all seen it. 
Homer uses like the toaster and you know yeah yeah we all know what I'm talking about yeah <laughs> yeah I think we gather okay. picking up what you're dropping <laughs> smelling what you're cooking amazing <laughs> oh sorry sick um, gross I know um <laughs> the next appearance of the theory came in the form of a 2012 post on the blog the wood between worlds by a user named Reese called the Berenstain Bears we are living in our own parallel universe and he, <laughs> this person I actually don't know if it's a man or a woman wrote this huge thing delving into like the math behind it and it gets very like technical and I have no idea. it sounds very true everything he's saying or she but I don't know about okay. like quantum physics so I couldn't yeah. <laughs> tell you if it's true or not um so basically the summary of what they're saying is that there are at least two universes the S T E I N universe and the S T A I N universe and that for a while we were living in the E-N universe but now we've like shifted into the A-N universe um I think it was kind of like forgotten about for a while like that was yeah. back in like 2012 and then nobody kind of thought about it and then it resurfaced in the past couple of years when LP from Run the Jewels went on this like huge like Twitter LP? rampage yeah from what? Run the Jewels the rapper I don't know no? what that okay. is Okay. Oh, well, we can I'm pop culture illiterate sometimes. We can listen to them later. Okay, I'm sure yeah. you've heard of I'm Maybe. sure you rec- would recognize them. Okay. Um so he like went on this long like Twitter rant about it. And now there's like this whole subreddit, which I don't know you may have like landed upon in your uh probably not no no there's like a whole subreddit thread about not only like the Baron Seed Bears, but like a bunch of other like crazy Mandela okay. effects. And I have some other examples after. Okay. Um so people who dispute this theory are the family, <laughs> the Berenstain family. Um, actually, the article I got a lot of this from was a Vice article, and they actually uh, talked to the son, like Michael Berenstain, who's like Stan and Jan's son. Okay. And <laughs> he seemed, I don't know if this is the way it was edited, but he seemed like pretty pissed off in the interview that like they were even asking him which i guess makes sense like yeah your family works really hard to it's like their make legacy. a name for themselves and then people are like uh, uh no. no like are you sure that's your name and basically the whole interview he's like do you want to see my birth certificate do you want to <laughs> see my father's birth certificate but i guess that even when his father was a kid people always wanted to call him like baron like steen like e-i-n yeah well i think that that is where that stent like the yeah. whole Mandela effect. Uh, and again, to prescribe to say like the Mandela effect is more of just like humans noticing mm-hmm. patterns and prescribing mm-hmm. to them uh, does not mean that you don't believe in parallel universes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like you can be one or the other. Um, yeah, I certainly think that, f- especially for the Bernstein Bears thing or Bernstein Bears. Mm-hmm. It's purely because we're way more used to seeing Steen as a yeah. suffix for a name. Whoa, and that's what Dr. Henry L. Rodiger, a leading expert on false memories in North America, he said the exact same thing. He's like, misremembering one letter in a long name is a major league false memory. Um, oh, he's not sure it's a major league false memory. My guess is that in this case, you're so used to seeing S-T-I-E-N, Frankenstein, Goldenstein, Einstein. Yeah. It's like it even happens on a I think on a on a micro level like one on one when you have like a friend that you know mm-hmm. that you've met multiple times yeah. and for some reason you always want to call them a different name. Yeah. Like I have people like that that I'm like Yeah. Oh, your name is Mitch, but I keep wanting to call you Mark for whatever reason like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And 
I mean, I have horrible memory, and I always remember things happening completely wrong and yeah. from what they actually did. I do have <laughs> a couple cases of this Mandela effect for myself. Yeah. The Shazam one, which I don't know if you're going to bring up, mm. I definitely fell victim to that. What? There's a movie uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> called Kazam <laughs> yeah. starring Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> And people remember a movie called Shazam starring uh, Sinbad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I totally remember that movie, Sinbad. That's one of um, But then again, you're pro- it's probably just brain association with Shaq and Kazam, yeah. Shazam. And I don't know why Sinbad got floated in there because I don't know if I even remember Sinbad as being popular in anything else as a kid. I mean, it really doesn't That's like doesn't literally the only memory I have of Sinbad <laughs> is from something <laughs> that he, he didn't... Was that he was in that movie, right? Yeah. I mean, it really um, wouldn't make sense. Another one that actually uh, I kind of just cracked for myself mm. the other day was I remember growing up, every poppy seed muffin... Mm-hmm was almond flavored mm-hmm. not lemon flavored that's weird and they were so much better like so fucking good and this lemon and then it felt like i turned like 13 or 14 and all of a sudden every single poppy seed muffin was lemon poppy seed and i hated it and <laughs> i kept like in like i mean i'm still in this constant search of an almond poppy seed muffin somewhere in the universe and in talking to actually, I think it was Morgan. Yeah. I kind of figured out like, wait, I think it's because my mom used to make <laughs> almond poppy seed muffins yeah. all the time. Like she used to do a bunch of baking and uh, stuff like that. And then maybe one, t- like eventually just kind of stopped baking and just bought the, mu- the muffins every once in a while. And I got like associated, uh, I don't know different memories into thinking that we bought these these almond poppy seed muffins mm. that like never existed in stores. But I like for my whole life was vehement about this, and all my friends were just like, "Dude, no. nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about." <laughs> never had that type of muffin before in my life. Like, okay, I also never have. So yeah, there yeah, you go. That's definitely it was my just your house. Thanks, uh, mom. <laughs> thanks, mom. Um, yeah, I have a couple of examples here um one of them is that people think the monopoly man yeah name is rich uncle Pennybags. that was <laughs> news to me oh, really? <laughs> rich <laughs> not uncle Pennybags. Th- yeah nice um that he has a monocle but he doesn't yeah um the tip of pikachu's tail isn't black which no it's like brown isn't it it's just yellow it's what oh this is a visual, I thought he sorry. had like a brown, <laughs> a brown sort of. And I definitely thought hmm. there was something. That Interesting. There um, there's so many here. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, this one kind of um, fucked me up. Um, Hannibal Lecter never says hello, Clarice. That's not a line in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, there's a few movie yeah. things like that, and a lot <laughs> of it is built on just different uh, marketing and stuff yeah. like that too, right? Where they like condensed lines or change lines for marketing purposes or Wild. like mirror mirror on the wall yeah, that one's here, yeah. like was never actually in the movie but it's in the original uh like grim tale or whatever yeah 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 it's definitely uh i mean again it's i think it's just kind of more mass pattern recognition and association than than uh living in parallel universes but that's not really as exciting yeah i mean that's not to say that we're not living in a universe that is parallel 
of another universe. But if that's what you prescribe to, then there is a universe where the Berenstain Bears is the Berenstain Bears and the Berenstain Bears is the Berenstain Bears. And that's the only thing that's different. Maybe. No, that's the that's the that's the theory. Infinite universes means like literally there's there's a universe where every single small detail is changed. Which is fucking insane to think about. Because now, and it's like hard to say what's real now at this point, right? But people are showing pictures of like, it's spelled E-I-N. Like yeah. they have copies of old books. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> I mean, but like that's the thing is stuff like that can even go as far as yeah. to getting into like, well, just a production house or yeah. a printing house that thinks that that's the right way to spell it. Yeah, exactly. You know, when it goes into a different language or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's t- there's a bunch of different cases that's of true. things like that. So, yeah, uh, the Mandela effect is interesting for sure. It is. It's definitely something that's happened. And it happens, happens frequently. Yeah. Like, I'm sure everyone has remembered something just completely wrong from what actually happened. Oh, totally. Until someone's finally corrected you. Yeah. Yeah. Like you and your poppy seed. Yeah. Happens. I was living in a totally different <laughs> different world, different reality. Which I guess, like in a way, I was like living in a different reality. Yeah. You know, because I, I did firmly believe mm-hmm. that that was the case and that everything else was crazy. Okay, tell me this. Okay. You might not know this. Maybe not. How old are you? I'm 22. Okay. You might be too young then. Okay, I grew up in, or not grew up, I was born in the U.S. Yeah. And we came here when I was like four. And I remember, oh, you might, I guess you wouldn't know the answer to this question. Shit. Well, just, well. Okay, well, in the U.S., they had butterscotch dipped cones. Okay. In, uh, in Dairy Queen. Okay. And they don't have them here. No, definitely not. And it infuriated me as a child mm. when we got to the drive through the first time <laughs> and i was like i'll have a butterscotch dip cone They're like no just chocolate yeah. it's like this canada sucks <laughs> mom <I'm> <laughs> why did we move here <laughs> i have since grown to love canada much much more than than any other country in the Good. world so uh but yeah uh, that is totally beside the point because it has nothing to do with anything um <laughs> back to some uh some conspiracy theories. Yeah, your turn. You enlighten me. Okay. Um, well, the Rothschilds one is interesting. Okay. Uh, because, again, it's kind of just a case, like the JFK thing, of like people looking at history and going like, wow, these people did this thing and it ended up being kind of really bad mm-hmm. and they got really wealthy off of it. Mm-hmm. And so now they have a lot of wealth and power. And it's like, well, Yeah. That's kind of just like how our system works, you know, yeah. for better or worse. Like, so the Rothschilds um, were these the five sons of this Jewish, this young, or yeah, not young, this Jewish man. They grew up in like the ghetto, uh, in a Jewish ghetto in uh, in London. I want to say I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, it was in London, and. Uh, he started a bank he started kind of being just like a lender and ended up basically kind of financing the uh uh the england and france wars like the napoleonic wars and then after that uh got his five sons and was like hey you guys sort of go set up banks in these five countries kind of like i've done here because this was like a new thing 
-hmm. Like people hadn't really done this type of like lending credit thing before. In fact, it was like kind of against a lot of like Christian beliefs and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So it was that's why there was a lot of anti-Semitism and stuff associated with it. And uh, yeah, so they set up these banks in like in Italy, in Austria, in Germany and in France. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <Boris>. <laughs> and uh, basically kind of started doing the same thing and they all got stupid wealthy off of, you know, being uh, being uh, creditors to these people. Mm-hmm. being creditors to these countries to wars and they started financing war basically and and like as despicable as that is kind of you know looking back on it it is war profiteering and it, you know it is like the birth of this bankrupt system that we are left with now uh and yeah these people have a lot of wealth and power now and they're very spread out kind of around the world because their family's been diluted mm-hmm. like over generations so i don't think they're as powerful now um, but people are of this like opinion that they're just like, oh, they're sitting. There's like these three people that are like literally like pulling the strings of the world and they're lizard people and stuff like this. <laughs> and it's like, that's OK. So that's where it gets like overblown. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. I can buy. Yeah, of course, there's like a lot of wealth and power concentrated in a small group of people like that is just like a reality of our world. Uh, you don't need to tell me that they're lizard people that yeah. are trying to control my mind. Yeah to make me think that like it's bad really or that like and i don't consider that to be a conspiracy it's not a conspiracy they are it's just a outcome of what happened yeah you know and yeah anyways so that's the rothschilds they're Mm -hmm. kind of an interesting case definitely and i think that's what's so so much of the foundation of conspiracy theories are even like oh i thought you were doing that to me (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> he just like held up a finger. <laughs> I was yeah, like, no. what? Okay. No, Boris is whining. <laughs> um, like, okay, I'll stop talking. <laughs> um, I feel like that's so much of the foundation of conspiracy theories are like built upon is that it's not hard to believe that people who are super powerful just know information that we don't, right? So it's yeah, it's just not that much of a stretch to be like, well, of course that probably happened because they probably know a lot of crazy shit. That right. And like when I started looking into the Rothschilds, I kind of got a little bit into these other sort of like secret mm-hmm. societies mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, Skull and Bones and um, Illuminati yeah. and uh, uh, Bilderberg Group and stuff. And some of them are like, especially like something like the Bilderberg Group, people are like, people are like ah, it's this like, Oh, like this few group of people that like sit together and make all of the decisions and i started reading this or like listening to these things about it and like it's like yeah it's elected government leaders that are by invite only and and financiers of the world and powerful people that get together and and discuss uh, like you know the mm-hmm. world economics going forward and i was like that sounds like a good idea like why is this a bad <laughs> thing i don't i don't understand why it's yeah. a bad thing um so like yeah. okay like isn't that why we put those people in those positions to yeah. do those things like um i'm not like i also think there is like definitely dark sides to stuff like that like you know the secret like camp meetings where like i'm sure like when you hear about all the stuff that goes on in like even like boardrooms in like hollywood and stuff like mm-hmm. i'm sure there is like violent and terrible things that go on behind like closed doors and in, in political circles that are just like would be a 
appalling mm-hmm. to, to even hear about like even stuff i've read that is like rumored or like makes my stomach turn mm-hmm. on certain things so like uh yeah i don't want to like condone that at all at like i'm just saying like it's it's just like i shrug it at it mm-hmm. because it's just kind of like yeah it's a it's an it's an evil of what's happening in our world like mm-hmm. um yeah what do you got um the next one i have um it's not as fun as the mandela effect but it's interesting <laughs> so it's the cia and aids which um i think a lot of this is hella wild so i'll just start with a brief synopsis that i got from time magazine okay that they did i don't know if you were looking at that at all when it was like the 40th anniversary of the moon landing they did this whole uh, piece no. about like the top conspiracy theories. it was really oh cool. No. Oh, cool it was cool i should check it out it was interesting it was pretty brief but then you can do your own research you stuff. did a lot of uh book learn for this you got sources and shit i do i yeah it's, take it's this good. very seriously yeah, i like that it's good. <laughs> well it's just works out that i just like all this stuff oh <laughs> anyway, yeah perfect yeah. all right um okay so since the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention first reported HIV and AIDS in 1981, rumors have persisted that the deadly virus was created by the CIA <laughs> Hello. to wipe out homosexuals and African Americans. Even today, the conspiracy theory has a number of high-profile believers. Former South African President Thabo Mbeki once supported the theory, disputing scientific claims that the virus originated in Africa and accusing the U.S. government of manufacturing the disease in military labs. Uh, when she won the Nobel Peace Prize, Kenyan ecologist Wangari Matai, and I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, <laughs> used the international spotlight to support that theory as well. Others insist that the government deliberately injected gay men with the virus during 1978 hepatitis B experiments in New York, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. Still, others point to Richard Nixon, who combined the U.S.'s Army Biowarfare Department with the National Cancer Institute in 1971. So that was when... Uh, he converted the uh, warfare facility in Maryland to the cancer research center. Okay. Which he claimed was like a war on cancer, but people thought he was manufacturing AIDS or the U.S. government was. Um, So now, and it's still an internationally recognized center for cancer and AIDS research. Um, Through the co-discoverers, though the co-discoverers of HIV, Dr. Robert Gallo of the National Cancer Institute and Dr. Luc Montagnier of the Pasteur Institute in Paris don't agree on its origins, most members of the scientific community believe the virus jumped from monkeys to humans sometime during the 1930s. So that's kind of like the summary of it. And then we, what are your opinions? Then we can launch into more... Yeah, that one's um, that one's an interesting one mm-hmm. for me, because uh, that's one of the ones that kind of uh, I think floats on the edge of sounds certainly plausible, plausible <laughs> sounds certainly possible, um, but is like so disgusting that you don't mm-hmm. want to believe it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like it's kind of like the like you mentioned before, it kind of mixes in with the the thing I brought up with the U.S. public health. Uh, using 300 or 400 black men uh, for syphilis mm-hmm. experimentation. Like, <laughs> when this type of stuff comes to light, you you kind of just like, yeah, you, you can't really put it past them, I guess, is, yeah. is, is the way that, that I kind of 
think about those types of things. So, yeah, I wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. Well, especially when who are the victims of HIV, African-American and gay people, who did America, like, hate the most at that time and still arguably kind of do. And they were doing the same (laughs) thing with, like, drug prohibition to get rid of, uh, yeah, uh, African-American and gay and, and, uh, like, just hippie people in general. Yeah, what is it? Uh, And, like, McCarthyism was just, like, hunting down communists and jailing people and stuff. Like, you know, (laughs) that stuff is only, like... 60 70 years ago Mm -hmm. like it's not that long ago Mm -hmm. and people tend to just like forget that or like think that we're beyond that type of like behavior now and it's like no like what are you thinking like we've been doing it for thousands of years Mm -hmm. and that's so a lot of people who argue against this yeah um because obviously a big part of people who believe this are like african-american and gay people Mm. um a lot of arguments against it just claim that this idea is just stemmed from like African Americans' distrust towards government, which I'm not gonna comment on as a white person. <laughs> but um, I think that's a lot of the arguments against it. Um, also, getting kind of more into things here, many believe that there's actually a cure for HIV that the government just like isn't releasing to the common public, and a lot of people think that Magic Johnson, who's one mm-hmm. of the more you know famous people living with HIV think that he's actually receiving treatment that they're not and that's how he's been able to survive what 25 plus mm-hmm. years with this um disease so that's kind of interesting too <laughs> yeah uh i mean like the, there has I, I believe i heard i remember hearing about like some pretty significant breakthroughs with hiv and aids mm-hmm. over the last few years mm-hmm. where they um they had like cured it in one person or a couple people i remember hearing about or uh, gotten rid of HIV, not AIDS itself, but yeah, HIV. Yeah, it seemed like they were getting, like, really close. And then, I don't know if you remember this, this is, like, what, like, re-shook me all over again, okay. like, three years ago. Um, It was in 2014 when that Malaysia airline crashed, that plane, mm-hmm. it crashed. And on oh, that plane yeah. were, like, 100 people going to the AIDS And conference. that was, like, re- like pretty quickly after they had released that yeah. information, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah I remember that, Which, too. And so, Fuck. like, among that flight was um, Jope Lange, a top AIDS researcher and former International AIDS Society president, and Britton Glenn Thomas, a spokesperson for the World Health Organization, and he used to be a journalist for BBC. Um, so that was crazy. Yeah. See, stuff like that, like, yeah. again, like, like that's weird it's and and people go like whoa conspiracy theorists like people have done that shit man like it's not out of human nature so why discount it yeah i remember oh yeah i totally forgot about that i remember hearing about that when it first happened i was like what that is i was i I had to like i'm so glad that we actually did this because i it like gave me motivation to go and actually research like the facts about it because i was just talking to someone about this like two weeks ago but i didn't have any of the information I'm like no 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 there was definitely a plane crash that had people (laughs) on it who were important and they were like okay (laughs) but i didn't have like any of the actual like facts about it but yeah yeah that's uh you know it, it doesn't surprise me and like you know th- yeah again it wouldn't surprise me I, I remember i have this book actually that is uh oh, it's, it's in my bathroom it's called like a thousand ways that the world is trying to kill you or oh something like that or and there's like been a bunch of instances through history of like government experiments gone wrong that like almost wiped out all the corn population mm-hmm. in the world and like 
somebody in the Russian military uh, preventing nuclear war mm-hmm. by not shooting a missile when they thought that when their radars were going off and he like for some reason thought it was a false alarm mm-hmm. which it turned out to be mm-hmm. and like he so he didn't allow this like he, they were saying like no you have to push the button and he was like no like i'm not doing it because like i just feel like this is not going to happen and then he didn't do it and there was no <laughs> nuclear war like this is like that's like one guy's like 30 second pressure cooker decision yeah. away from like total annihilation my, is ex- insane. <laughs> the extent of my knowledge about like nuclear weapons in North America is all from John Oliver. <laughs> he I did. Mean, you probably don't have a terrible. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, episode. I definitely have. He, like, he's pretty crazy. informative. He yeah. is. It's, um, but that was crazy. That was a wild episode. I was like, holy. Yeah, God. he's uh, those guys are doing the good things. Him and Stephen Colbert definitely. and uh, Seth Meyers they've and kind Samantha of like, Bee. And yeah, they figured out how to relay information in a way that my millennial mind can listen to and focus on. <laughs> it's true. Well, uh, we talked about it with, I don't know if you know Oz Garip. No. Okay. Um, we He's a comedian and we talked with him a couple weeks ago. And yeah, we talked with him about that. Just kind of like how those people have, well, it, it's more accidental i think than anything that like it was kind of just forced upon them like politics and news got so ridiculous that Mm -hmm. they had to make fun of it Mm -hmm. and through that they just like the truth is funny right so they're just Mm -hmm. saying the truth i don't know anyways well we diverge a little bit but we've been (laughs) talking for a little bit so maybe we should take a break and then uh when we come back i want to talk a little bit of like alien tech yeah and moon landing conspiracies maybe and we'll see what else you got and Mm. uh have some more coffee and uh yeah we'll come back amazing all right we'll be right back on the slack line with alexis makepeace we're standing ready we are ready i'm lifted by the spirits Shouting your name. People shouting your name. 
All right, uh, we are back on the slack line uh, with uh, with just the boss today. The boss is coming. A made up dumb fairy tale name, you. Uh, Jay Wow is uh, uh, he's disappeared. I don't know where he is. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit. Where'd he go? I'm pretty sure he's been replaced by a evil doppelganger. Sans mustache. Sans his mustache yeah. and uh, yeah. Do you want the mustache on or off? Off, please. Too bad. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're back here with Alexis Makepeace. We are chatting uh, some conspiracy theories, uh, kind of in line with um, the disappearance of my co-host. And, uh, yeah, we spoke about the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, what else did we get you into? You said some stuff. Yeah, I said some stuff about the Rothschilds. Mm-hmm. And what did you get into? Again? CIA, the CIA and AIDS. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, the CIA has done a lot of funky stuff over the years, you know. I would, like, go back and just... Because re- I, like, just so briefly touched on that. Like, yeah. there's so many, like... It's crazy. Yeah, uh, that's definitely something that I, yeah. it, like I said before, I, I, I've kind of thrown the category of like so grossly evil that I kind of just want to hope that it's not true, but pretty mm-hmm. sure is, you know. Because that one goes into like Rich, Richard Nixon and like yeah. that whole, like it's just, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, we're going to veer a little bit into some, some higher level stuff. I mean, we've been talking stuff that is uh, is probably kind of on the verge of, of most likely true or mm-hmm. or uh or close to um let's talk a little alien tech Ooh. yeah there's a lot of uh a lot of thoughts that ancient uh ancient buildings and ruins and and structures that are you know aligned with the stars and, and celestial bodies and things like that mm-hmm. are uh are the work of of alien beings that came to us very early on and helped our our early civilizations, you know, be what they were and stuff. And, um, <coughs> I don't, I, I mean, I think that there's definitely other life in the universe. I think that that would be pretty ignorant to not think that, but, uh, I don't know. Like I look back at these things that people consider alien tech and I kind of just think that people were just like our civilizations were once, you know, quite a bit more advanced than we give them credit for. And, uh, they could do things that we don't think they could have done because, well, how could they have done this without, you know, the way that we create electricity or whatever. It's like, well, there are many ways to create electricity and and that type of thing. And Mm -hmm. there are, there's, you know, evidence that the pyramids were a form of like, what was it? Like electromagnetism. Mm -hmm. You know, they used like the flooding of aquifers that are underneath them and like the material that the top of the it was capped with like a marble or something and it was basically like this huge battery that charged like mm-hmm. their their you know their lamps or whatever they had around there like I don't know but like yeah I just think that we were once you know pretty high level civilizations that grew in these small pockets and just like retained their own knowledge and so they didn't really share a lot of stuff and so yeah while we had you know nomadic peoples like uh, like Mongols and like uh, like North American natives and stuff like that. Uh, we also had these small pockets of like ancient civilizations in like Mesopotamia and in, and uh, uh, you know uh, Central America and stuff like that. That just you know 
had medicines and we call like we think that they're like doing like witchcraft or things like that it's no different than us combining like herbs and things into echinacea tablets and shit like that like it's all mm-hmm. it's just like different words for it you know and yeah. so yeah like i i just think that we were once really you know high level people and our knowledge kind of all got wiped out by you know christian crusades and people burning a bunch of knowledge and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff i agree <laughs> yeah although so i do i mean i could like fuck with the theory of aliens building the pyramids to a certain extent yeah i mean like well yeah i i look yeah i'm fuck i don't know uh that's the type of thing that's like again if if it came to light that the, that mm-hmm. aliens came here and helped people build the pyramids, I would be like, huh, yeah, that makes sense. Because aren't there like hieroglyphics of spaceships and stuff on the pyramids or like inside the pyramids? Well, there's hieroglyphics of like people with dog heads, like true, you know. And it's in an ancient language that we just kind of hope we understand, mm. you know, mm-hmm. through like mm-hmm. cryptography and yeah, stuff like that, yeah. like people are just th- are deciphering this language by recognizing patterns through it but like you know if the root of their assumptions of the language are wrong then like the whole thing is wrong right and True. Like, so and like they could be talking those things could be stories told no different than our like mm. comic books and stuff yeah 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 i have a cartoon that i uh, i made called religions of the future and it's just like a one frame cartoon and it's these two people that are dressed in one's dressed in like a Superman outfit and one's dressed in a Batman outfit. And they're like citing comic books as like when these people like saved our planet and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, that we dug them up like 2000 years ago, the tombs of of these great adventures of Batman and yeah. Superman. And it's like, well, it's no different than ancient religions and stuff like that. So, yes. uh, yeah, th- I, I saw a uh uh, a calculator that they found that was in like ancient Greece that was like way ahead of its time. Uh, it's like much more complicated than a clock was and clocks weren't invented for like thousands of years later. And it like tracked all the star, like tracked the planets and the stars like, like incredibly precisely. And that's just something that I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's like, they had nothing better to do than sit around and make shit like that. It's like, very true. And stare <laughs> at the stars, you know? Like, um, And again, like, they were... These people, genetically, they're not far off from us, you know? Yeah. Like, a thousand years or two thousand years or whatever is not long enough biologically to really have, like, a huge, mm-hmm. uh, like, intelligence capability difference. Not that they didn't have like we obviously have more knowledge available to us but like the capability of learning something and doing something was obviously still there so mm-hmm. um yeah i think stuff like that can just be chalked up to human ingenuity that was lost in the dark ages it's a very compelling point yeah spoken like a true stoner <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because actually i remember hearing uh um joe rogan talk about that and i had oh. thought about it before beforehand but uh i remember he put it so eloquently that i was like yes joe rogan you d- you do it right just i don't know if you've ever seen that uh netflix special of his mm-hmm. the old old mm-hmm. one from like yeah 2001 or something it's mm-hmm. great if you yes. haven't seen it, check it out yeah. joe rogan 
Shout out. Everything he does is just... Like, yeah, that's pretty great. I love him because... And I'm sure this is why everyone else likes him too, but a lot of the things he says, I'm like... I don't totally agree with that, but he always will hear like the other argument, you know, when he brings people on that disagrees with him. It's true. He's always open to... Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, yeah, I mean, some people would maybe criticize that he's not like he wouldn't attack like a really bad idea yeah. really harshly. But like, I don't I mean, if you're going to talk with somebody, you're not really going to ever get a good discussion out of them. If you're just going to constantly, you know, snipe on little mm-hmm. little issues that like, OK, so like while I'm trying to make a point, I you know said the wrong term or something yeah. that might throw you like well don't harp on that and like let's just you know other than you know the yeah. the guy that can't dig himself out of that hole on stage <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> yeah. that on there so that makes no that. sense <laughs> yeah you can't have me on here talking about that no, okay no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is it is recorded but i'll cut it out oh god yeah, no I'll, I'll they're gonna use out. that against me <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. Um, yes. Or maybe uh, it's yeah. just a conspiracy. I'll use it against you. <laughs> the thing, and exactly like what you were saying, like at the end of the day, that's all two people can do is have an intelligent conversation about something. But at the end of the day, I'm going to believe what I'm going to believe and you're going to believe what you're going to li- believe. And I'm probably not going to change your mind, but I might be able to make you think of it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. I wish people would change their minds more often. I wish people would admit to changing their minds more often. You know, like... I think a lot of times people get really like angry about something in a discussion mm-hmm. and then like over time, maybe they'll come around to whatever the idea is mm-hmm. or even in that moment, come around to the idea, but just like no one would admit that, oh, we've been wrong. I've been wrong the whole time, especially like online. Oh. People can't be to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I've been being an <laughs> idiot. Sorry. I'm just going to walk away from this. Uh. There's just none of that anymore. But uh, my God, my like real grandmother who recently added me on facebook <laughs> just shared this like link yesterday about why people who are transgender are like lying and god created man and woman in the image they were supposed to be and i was like oh my atlanta then people were commenting like eh, this is actually not true yeah it's like but the bible won't. yeah so yeah it's hard to change people's minds especially it's online it's true <laughs> yeah and you know uh it, it kind of goes back kind of comes back into what we're talking about because there are a lot of people that will just like there are people that die believing the earth is flat you know there's mm-hmm. still there are pe- there's an increasing amount of people that believe the earth is flat mm-hmm. like that's insane to me yeah i don't know how that happens like i watched <laughs> in preparation for this episode i watched a flat earth uh conspiracy okay. theory thing Wild. It was like a 20 minute long YouTube yeah. video. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. And I sat through about seven minutes of it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, y- y- there's like six points made in the first few minutes. I was just like, it's just not a fact. So, But sorry. it's so crazy when things are just presented and like, and said in a logical way. People are like, oh. But it's <laughs> like, yes, the whole thing was like, um. <laughs> how can it be true that we're on a sphere that is flying through space at this amount of speed revolving around the sun that's flying through space at this amount of speed revolving around the Milky Way revolving like (laughs) at this speed when it's plain that we can see with our eyes and our ears that the horizon is flat and like the world like the universe revolves around this thing I'm like what the fuck are you talking (laughs) like the 
oh man like the the egocentric view of that is just like yeah. oh everything is like it looks like it's all revolving <laughs> around me so it must be exactly well this is the way it looks like to me yeah so, so and just like and then so that's the way it is like uh, it drives me nuts but yeah so that i got into the moon landing thing which mm. you know i've actually like i watched a, a thing not long ago on netflix that was pretty compelling as far as evidence of like not being like or mm-hmm. that it might have not been there and stuff like that and i was like huh like i don't buy that we didn't go to the moon but that was like i can see how people can get swayed yeah. by that like even i'm like hmm interesting it's interesting enough that you're like perhaps and yeah. you look into it you know that's true <laughs> okay. and then i did look into it and it actually it's interesting to yeah. come from at it from a filmmaking perspective mm-hmm. now because that was the rumor that they did on a sound stage yeah. And when you look into it, with the knowledge we have of that industry, you realize it was impossible then. Yeah. They couldn't have set up the lights to mm. do that. Like, they just didn't have the ability. They would have had to have, like, a huge fucking wall of, like, high, high, uh, uh, high wattage lights that are just, like, blasting from, like, really far away because of the way the shadows are on the moon. They're just, like, long and flat and all, like, all the way across this huge plane. They would have had to have this whole wall of of lights or just have the sun, you know? Like, completely undiffused light, right? I see what you're saying. And then there was one... there. This So they had this uh, computer model that recreated like all this atmosphere and all blah, blah, blah. And it's like yeah we're gonna try and recreate this photo of him coming off because mm-hmm. one of the c- main conspiracies is that uh as uh buzz aldrin is coming out of the the thing and neil armstrong's taking a picture of him he's in the shadow of the lander and so you shouldn't be able to see him in the picture and what actually happened is again from a filmmaking perspective we know this is that Neil Armstrong is wearing like a super reflective white spacesuit, mm-hmm. which bounced the light onto uh onto Buzz Aldrin enough to like actually light him. And when they they were modeling this thing, mm-hmm. they couldn't pinpoint why it didn't look quite right for the longest time until they thought of that. And they put in the figure and they like put in like you know all the properties of the suit and all that stuff, and it looked like exactly like the photo. And they're like, oh, I guess that's what it was. I've actually like never heard of anyone use that in an argument, just like basic filming laws. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, if the argument yeah. is that they filmed it. Yeah. No, no, totally, totally. No, I yeah. just. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's and then the a big point. Another one is well, you can't see any stars in the sky. Like it's a perfectly black sky, and there's no atmosphere. Shouldn't you be able to see them? And uh, they're like, well, if you're gonna take a picture Mm -hmm. it's actually daylight on like in on the moon at Mm -hmm. that time right like harsh daylight Mm -hmm. because there's no diffused light from the sun and so all the cameras would have to be adjusted for harsh daylight Mm -hmm. and thus would not pick up dark stars way in the background and if you really like if you really amp up the exposure on these photographs you can actually see stars in the background but like the moon and the people are like super super blown out it's just like a white fucking blob mm-hmm. uh Whoa. so yeah interesting Whoa. photography knowledge debunking yeah the moon landing just conspiracy theorists. just facts of life just facts <laughs> but uh yeah i mean that's kind of 
that's kind of all I got as far as. Well, what do you think about thing. like Easter Island and stuff? Like Easter Island, yeah, that one's an interesting. I mean, like <sighs> those things are are wood. Like mm-hmm. they're just like trees that are in the mm-hmm. ground that they've carved, right? Mm-hmm. So they're just carves, carvings. Like I don't s- like I don't see the difference between those and like totem poles, right? Yeah. Things that float that f- like make me go well are like Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. Like how the fuck did they That's get those rocks one. up there? Like. I that that Stonehenge is the one that that throws me for a little bit. That one's like a hard one to like wrap your head around for sure. But I'm sh- like, I think I've I've never actually delved that deep into it, but I think I've seen little things that like seem to indicate that like, they could do it. Did you not watch Ancient Aliens? <laughs> I don't think that's the best source <laughs> for the facts on the matter. Um, if it there are facts on the matter, I don't know. Like I think that. Uh, I think that there's probably a mechanical explanation for being able to get those rocks on top I of mean, each other. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but where's the fun in that? <laughs> Couldn't have been like druids or something? <laughs> what about, what do you think of people? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! <laughs> uh, fuck you. Okay, um, what do you think of people who like swear that they've been abducted by aliens? Obviously, peop- some of them are making it, but what about the people who like, genuinely are like this happened to me like they actually think mm. it. yeah um that's honestly one of my biggest fears growing up <laughs> that you're gonna be abducted yeah have you ever seen uh fire in the sky no okay so it's this alien abduction movie from like the early 90s i yeah. think and it is fucking terrifying oh. and um it maybe not is that scary now yeah, i've heard from other people that it's really scary i watched it with my dad when i was like maybe nine or ten yeah and there's one scene where he like wakes up after being abducted and he's being like experimented on by like a bunch of fucking creepy looking aliens Mm. and it stuck with me for the rest of my life and like to this day i do not want to watch alien abduction movies even though i like love alien movies i remember watching have you seen uh the fourth kind yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the trailer for the fourth mm-hmm. kind by myself <laughs> in like the darkness of my basement suite <laughs> when I was like going through school. I was like twenty one or whatever. And after watching, I was like, "Why? Why did you watch this?" And uh, in the trailer, I remember they flashed three, three, three a lot on clocks and stuff like that. My girlfriend at the time called me that night at three thirty three in the morning. My phone rang at three thirty three in the morning that oh my night, God. and I like. I didn't answer it the first time. And then she called me back again and I told her the story like fuck. Anyways, that's kind of a big sidetrack. That's weird. Yeah. Um I would say that in all likelihood it's more of a dream state where you can't move. Mhm. That people are having a dream of being abducted. Like sleep paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. And because that's like one of the symptoms that a lot of them mm-hmm. describe, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, have you seen? The I've nightmare? definitely experienced stuff like that that I physically felt while I was sleeping, and I felt like was really oh happening. My God, I could literally talk about this for like forty-five minutes. So we I don't could, know if we yeah, want to like. We start can diverge it. for sure. Yeah. Can I go to the bathroom? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> go <laughs> for it. Yeah, we'll take another break right. while Alexis uh, goes to the bathroom.
Slack line, and we are getting into alien abductions and um, uh, sleep paralysis potentially here. Mm-hmm. Um, that how those things relate. I was thinking how well, yeah. Um, I think most people. I'm not saying that nobody's anybody's been abducted by aliens. I think it's highly unlikely that aliens have even been here. Um, but uh, yeah, I think most cases of that are just sleep paralysis and people dreaming while their eyes are open and feeling it, you know, which happens in many different forms. And I definitely think I agree with that. Um, I've never actually had sleep paralysis personally, but I know a lot of people have, and I think it's, like, super interesting. But I remember seeing... Have you watched, like, The Nightmare, then, the documentary? No. Fuck. Oh, my God. Okay, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. You can watch it so easily. It's about sleep paralysis. You will probably get it after you watch it, especially if you've had it before. (laughs) Um, But it's it's actually so scary. But it (laughs) it talks about like people from all over the world and their different experiences with sleep paralysis. And there was this one guy, and it was like literally, it was like an alien abduction, and they like reenact it, like. But it's really cool. Like, it's cool, so scary. crazy. Yeah, um, I've ac- I've had it before. I've experienced it. Experienced it. it, 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 it. <laughs> I've experienced it before. Um, have you ever seen the, the first time? It was just once. Oh. oh. Uh, I used to have. Well, I used to have lucid dreams, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, that's kind of what got me into creative writing. As I started journaling my lucid dreams, um, and my, I remember my younger brother actually. S- sleepwalk sometimes mm-hmm. just to like he we shared a room growing up and he would leave the room and just like sleep at the edge of the stairs for whatever weird reason um but yeah i remember it was one time i think i was like 15 or 16 have you ever seen white noise yeah 
Yeah, so in White Noise, there's these, like, three sort of shadow figures that follow people through the TVs or mm-hmm. whatever. And I remember I had seen that movie either the day before or whatever, and I was sleeping. And in my room, uh, if I was not facing my wall in my bed, I was facing, like, my closet. Mm-hmm. My closet was open, and I just remember flipping over in my bed and looking into my open closet and just seeing the three figures there. Oh, my God. Who sleeps with an open closet, though? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Anyways. Close that door. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, it was a small closet. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, huh. I kind of had a weird reaction to it, I remember. I, I kind of just went like, huh, and mm-hmm. just like pulled my sheets over my head and flipped around the other mm-hmm. way. And then I did physically feel something grab me from the mm-hmm. shoulder and start shaking me back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I started like yelling and my dad came into my room. His room was like next door to mine. And he came into my room. He's like, whoa, whoa, what the, f- like what's going on in here? Like, what are you yelling about? And I was like, oh man, like I must've been having, like I was having this crazy yeah. dream. But I do, like I vividly remember f- physically feeling getting shooken around like that. And like, I remember thinking in my head, this is a dream. This is a dream. Mm-hmm. But I like uh, yeah, it was as real as as it actually happening. It was crazy. And did you feel that you couldn't move? Yeah, I yeah. felt like I couldn't do anything but it was about just it. The guy. Yeah, somebody was just shaking Does me. Does that? Do we like explain sleep paralysis? Or are we just gonna assume that everyone assume that everyone knows what it is? Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess we. C- well, I mean, we can give our rudimentary li- layman's. Yeah, expo- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah like a sleep. Go, you should go because I think you have probably researched it a bit more. Um. Yeah. Again, this is super super general. Yeah. But it's. The feeling of being awake but being like paralyzed in your body and oftentimes it's kind of paired with some type of air quote hallucination usually like shadow people or like a cat is a pretty common one like a black cat Hmm. figure um lots of times they're wearing like a hat that's a really common one like one of the shadow people has a hat on and what's interesting about that is kind of getting back to this like Mandela effect of like shared consciousness is that people from like all over the world at different times in the world see similar things which is hello weird yeah uh, I mean hmm, how, how do you think that that relates to the uh, uh, to the sleep paralysis thing the shared consciousness thing just that, that we all like or not all of us but that many people experience it or that many people are having like like they all they kind of associate with the same imagery like yeah, alien like abductions or shadow similar figures similar imagery i just okay. think especially when you're talking about people from different like timelines and parts of the world like that's crazy does it bring into question though like just like the essence of like what a dream is like i think it does because dreams are like i mean they're just kind of like our neurons firing or something like that, right? And just mm-hmm. kind of random information. But m- most people tend to associate them with like fantastical things, you know? Yeah. Like the dreams that we tend to remember are the ones that like, yeah, I was flying or I was jumping off this thing. Mm-hmm. There's these crazy creatures or like whatever. They're never just like normal. Yes. Well, they are. But I think when they are, that's when we get maybe or or maybe more prone to something like a sleep paralysis where yeah. it feels like it could be a like real life totally. and uh there's just one weird thing so 
Yes, definitely. And I think now now I'm just promoting this documentary. Watch <laughs> The Nightmare. Everyone. Yeah, that's okay. But if you watch it, it's weird because a lot of people... Like, it comes, I think, at points in your life of, like, stress or something. In my opinion, now this is getting, like, into really, like, what I believe in. It's all right. But, um... And I think, especially in this documentary, it was happening to people who were kind of at, like, a crossroads. or And it was weird that how this dream kind of, like, pushed them into, like, kind of discovering, like, the answer to their issue. And once they have, like, mm. solved whatever was bothering them, like, whether it was maybe, like, an emotional trauma or something, eventually the dreams, like, all, like, stopped happening. And that's what got really interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned lucid dreams. Yeah. My, my lucid dreams when I was a kid... Is actually, uh, I ended up writing them all down, and I end up turning that into like a screenplay. And now I have a, uh, I actually have a book that I I wrote about it. Uh, and I don't have those dreams anymore. As soon as I started to write and like started to like draw and like comic mm-hmm. book it and stuff like that, I stopped actually having the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was weird because like it was ser- so serialized in my head. I'd like yeah. have like a new version of it every night that I could like control. And I was like this superhero with yeah. like, co- like uh, it was really, really cool as like a 12 year old kid. Like I wanted yeah. to go to sleep and have that dream. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as soon as I started to really explore it, it just kind of went away. Yeah. I've actually, I've definitely had lucid dreams before. I've never had sleep paralysis, but my old roommate used to have sleep paralysis a lot and it was weird and we also lived in like a laneway house and so both of our rooms are really close together upstairs you know and um she would a lot of times in her dreams like she'd hear them like coming up the stairs and all these shadow people would go into my room and then we'd talk about it the next morning and it was almost like i'd always had like a horrible like nightmare that night of like some type it was never like a lucid dream or like sleep paralysis but it, we were very like i don't know it was weird that is weird you know like i don't necessarily discount the idea of a of i don't know about a shared consciousness but like everything is energy and we're mm-hmm. constantly giving off all these vibrations mm-hmm. and 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 different energy levels and different types of radiation and stuff like that mm-hmm. that um yeah i don't discount the idea that if she even if all of this stuff is like like there's no such thing as supernatural okay let's 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 say that uh but she in her dream is seeing these figures her ghost these ghost like figures and it's projecting fear into her and so she like her heart starts beating she her, her you know chest is pounding or whatever her whole body is shaking her temperature is up probably mm-hmm. Uh, maybe she's even like screaming or something like that. It's not waking you up, but you hear it. Mm. And all of these sort of waves are coming through and hitting you and mm. affecting you in some way, shape or form. Mm. Like, why, like, yeah, like uh, to me, it's almost an impossibility that that's not affecting you. Yeah. Like uh, my dog is a perfect example. He can feel my feelings. I know mm-hmm. he can. Like he knows I'm mad before even I know I'm mad. Like he knows a signal of like mm-hmm. if Matt is has hit his desk this way or as soon as he like he can just feel my heartbeat mm-hmm. rise and he can feel my temperature rise and that's something that we as humans can't perceive in each other ri- like consciously. Like mm-hmm. I think we do perceive it through, you know, body language and stuff like that, but uh it's not like we're really picking up on oh 
I'm reading that Alexis is feeling this way about mm-hmm. me right now versus a dog who like definitely knows like, oh, Matt is pissed off about something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I think that feeds into something like like ghosts even existing. Uh, I wouldn't I mean, if you want to put the term ghosts on it, sure. I would say that the idea that there's different planes of energy that we can't really perceive and that other and that you know uh a person's you know like electric consciousness and whatever energy they had in their body and in their mind is somehow contained and you know lives on in this plane or whatever that we can't perceive again like that sounds cool to me i don't know i i I can (laughs) i can i can buy that that's what my next film is about really (laughs) it's like a ghost story but the ghost is not like a typical kind of ghost right it's about this like idea of like a different kind of energy or something that we can't that's all i'm gonna say right now okay because i have a i have a script of something similar but we'll we'll chat about that well (laughs) i have it written down but it might be something completely different it probably is yeah uh probably uh but we'll chat about it (laughs) that would be kind of crazy it would be uh in line with what we're talking about and i think and I think so. Okay, so yeah. Now, um, in my research of sleep paralysis, I think that's why Insidious scared me so much. I know everyone kind of like shit on that movie, but I was like, this is the scariest movie I've seen in my life because it's about like astral projection, right, and sleep paralysis. I really liked Insidious until the last like five minutes with or whatever. I was like, is that Dave Grohl in a Dave <laughs> Devil costume or something? <laughs> it made it almost funny to me, but yeah. up until that, it was really great. I thought. The oh my god, the part that was <laughs> just like totally a tangent. Um, That's all right. The part that scared me the most was in the first one at least when um that older the wise lady the the sleep paralysis lady when she um went into their house and she was saying how she like saw Dalton or whatever and she like goes into his room and then the like scary guy's in the corner and he's like it's like and his hand lifts up and points oh my god I had a mirror like a full length mirror that was in the corner of my room. And it like looked like that the shadow oh, of man. it. I didn't sleep for like a week. Oh, I hate when you have those things that uh, that just like look like that scene yeah. that are around you that like you can't forget. You're like no. <laughs> I had uh, growing up. Have you ever seen signs? Mm-hmm. So you know when he like is like comforting his girl, his little girl, and he looks out of the window and he sees the thing on top of the roof. Yeah. I had a view out of my bathroom window oh, my growing God. up that looked exactly like that yeah. over top of our garage, mm-hmm. and I. Like, after seeing signs, for the rest of the time we lived in that house from, like, uh, until I was 15, <laughs> I wouldn't look out that window yeah. in the dark when I was taking a leak, yeah. in the, like, in the middle of the night or something, because I'm, like, I'm going to see a fucking alien or something just, yeah. like, standing on the top of that roof, and yeah, it's, yeah. oh, shit, my pants. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, actually, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before or not, but I saw this movie called, um, I think it's called I, Iris. <sighs> That's wrong. It's something about the eyes. Fuck. Iris. Something about the iris. Anyways, shit. It's on Netflix. Search iris on Netflix. It'll come up. (laughs) Um, And it's about this uh, microbiologist or evolutionary biologist who studies worms. Okay. And he falls in love with this uh, woman who's very, like, spiritual and kind of yoga person Mm -hmm. and Buddhist sort of. And she's, uh, you know, kind of into reincarnation and things like that. And he's obviously very atheist as an evolutionary biologist, right? And so they're kind of debating it during one scene, and she uh, 
she's like, well, what about the worm? And he's like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, so the worm, what, what senses does the worm have? And he's like, the worm can feel and it can taste. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, so the worm has no concept of light at all. And he's like, no. And she's like, so you, if you, even if the worm was intelligent enough to have something explained to them and converse with you, you could not explain to them what light is, mm-hmm. how it looks, what it does, mm-hmm. because they have no perception of what it is. And this little scene in this kind of random mm-hmm. indie movie like really stuck with <laughs> me spiritually. I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's totally true. And that's what like, I, it was kind of around the time I had gotten Boris and like, I didn't really think of animals. I think of animals completely different mm-hmm. sort of now than I did before. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like the way they perceive the world differently than us and stuff. And so like, yeah, it kind of got my gears going about different types of energy levels and how not necessarily a heaven or hell could exist, yeah. but just like how, you know, when we die, all of our energy has to be conserved. So where does that go? And it might mm-hmm. get farted out just in like heat, but maybe it gets contained and goes into some different place and like i mean my kind of idea is that it goes like that you're basically contained in your own mind like in this Mm -hmm. in like you know kind of a a world of your own memories and stuff like that and like in that context even it makes sense to me that somebody who's like tortured and has had a bad life or whatever might go to a quote-unquote hell and stay there for more like an eternity or whatever because their mind was disturbed and they Mm -hmm. you know had a a tough go at it or whatever the case is and vice versa if you lived happily and whatever and peacefully then maybe you you your mind gets locked in a nice place Mm -hmm. or maybe you just fucking die i'm okay with all of those options (laughs) (laughs) you've like mentioned like energy like several times um and i definitely i 100 percent like agree i'm a huge believer in like energies and stuff that's a big reason why I know to be a d-bag for a second that's a big reason why like I don't eat meat is because of course I feel like a tortured animal like has an energy and now you're gonna put that energy into your body like I don't know like what is that doing to your overall aura you know um I honestly struggle with that (laughs) personally like yeah um morally and economically and environmentally there's like I agree with so many reasons to not eat meat mm-hmm. um and i honestly gave a good go at, at substituting <laughs> it for a little while and i just like i don't like any of the substitutes like i don't eat any of the substitutes except i did have a tofurkey at thanksgiving but like, <laughs> no like even like think like um like hummus avocado what? like like uh most types of beans like i just don't like these things I am not gonna be on so a podcast basically that like shits on hummus. <laughs> like any type of protein that's not meat, I just don't really like. Oh. So uh, that's tough for me. I also would argue that the animals probably don't like being tortured. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> I mean, like, of course. Like, <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> no, I know it's true though. I also, when I get down this train, and this is like way off <laughs> on on a different thing, but. Um, when I get on this train of like vegetarianism and and like why I would get go down that road for the reasons I kind of just mentioned, mm-hmm. I also get down that train in like kind of every aspect of my life and think that if I if I'm going to make this dramatic mm. change for this, 
then I'd like I'd have like morally I have to be consistent enough in all aspects of my life and like that includes where my clothes come from mm-hmm. and where my food comes from and 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 all that stuff is would be very great and admirable to try and achieve but it's just not attainable yeah uh with the way that we currently live like i can't afford to buy clothes that aren't made by slave labor like that's just a reality of our fucking system and it sucks and there's like one of the reasons that i came into into film and and try to get into art forms in general is that like it's one of the only ways i think you can try to push change towards you know difficult topics like that uh because they just can't get approached in a traditional sense because like money and greed corrupts so much of those higher levels that the only way you can try to initiate any sort of changes by is by you know exposing those types of things to just Mm -hmm. regular people and getting kind of people in an uproar about it but Everybody knows that that type of stuff goes on and mm-hmm. and we kind of just blissfully ignore it yeah. and p- all participate in it and because it's difficult not to, very difficult not to. Of course. And that's definitely obviously something that it's hard for me to live by too. Like I can't live completely vegan, mostly clothes. I agree yeah. with you. Clothes is the hardest for sure just cuz like I know this was probably made by, like, some poor eight-year-old, but it's, like, I can't buy, like, something local. Like, it's so expensive. Yeah, know? it's 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 just a tough, nasty yeah. reality of our world, and it kind of ties back to the conspiracy theory stuff of just, like, you know, there's high-level shit that goes on and yeah. high-level corruption that I think a lot of times gets thrown aside as like conspiracy theory nonsense it's just like it's not conspiracy theory nonsense yeah that to think that psychopaths work their way up through a system built on squashing your competitors all the way up mm-hmm. like who, well, of course those people make it to the top that's what the system is built on mm-hmm. and and you need people like that in order to sign off on uh factory conditions in bangladesh that Mm -hmm. they know will end up in people dying Mm -hmm. purely so they can make t-shirts for five cents instead of ten cents now i'm just depressed yeah sorry (laughs) let's maybe we can we can cut this part out and let's let's cycle back to the alien talk because that's a little bit more fun um so do you believe that aliens have ever visited our planet i do yeah yeah what do you think they did while they were here and when do you think they were here? I feel like I definitely like could believe that the aliens like helped with the pyramids. I definitely like associate the aliens with like uh, Stonehenge and stuff like that. And stuff. Yeah, so I feel like it was around any time in that period. So do you think do you think they came here with the purpose of trying to like grow humanity, or do you think they just accidentally happened upon this planet, or do you like because? Okay, a film I'm making about mm-hmm. coming up is about a solar system that's 40 light years away. Yeah. That's like the closest one that we know of. Okay. How the fuck did they get here? Mm-hmm. Trans-dimensional beings or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll buy kind of anything that is beyond what we already know mm-hmm. within the realm of physics and stuff. But uh, I just don't see why they would come here. Like, it just seems useless to me. I feel like it was 
with the intention of maybe not like growing humanity, more of like guiding humanity, maybe setting up some like. To what end? I don't know. I don't know, man. Take a guess. Maybe just helping us maybe head towards a more like conscious like way of life, you know, which I feel like we've like veered drastically from now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of like it's nice to think that there's like a utopian Yeah. alien galactical society oh God, that is like, like so obviously gotten like more and more high as the <laughs> 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 That's okay. <laughs> It's like the slack like what line. We're talking about. <laughs> uh, well, that's what it's for. It's conspiracy theories, no, man. Know, it's just, a go- a galactic utopian I honestly, empire. Like, I didn't think I was gonna. I thought I was gonna be able to resist this and not head down this path. But Why like, would you want to resist it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that type of thing. Mm. I mean, that would be really fucking cool to find out. Yeah. And again, like, it's not something that I would be like. It would not shock me. Yeah. If if we found that out tomorrow. The president of the United States was like, oh, we received word. <laughs> oh, fuck. I hope it's not Donald Trump that has to give that type of news. But anyways, um, yeah, if if we found that out tomorrow, I would be like, sweet. What yeah. what do they got? Some people would like panic. Like there would probably be mass panic across the entire planet. Well, that's like, why I don't think going back to like the government, I seriously doubt if they knew anything, they would say anything. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And even if they did exactly like what you said, if Donald Trump like tweeted tomorrow that he's made contact with aliens, it would be like, oh, really? I just don't (laughs) understand how you could keep something like that secret. Because I think it would just like cause humanity to like implode on itself. But how would you keep it secret? Like, how would you ensure that everybody that knew the secret was of the of that stern enough mindset? Uh, to not release it. I mean, doesn't that go with every Not even, single? like, tell their spouse about it, who then tells, you know, their friends about it and on the way down the list. But then know? if we're going to say that, then we have to, like, discredit every conspiracy theory that involves the government, like, in some elaborate way. Because, exactly, like, how would everyone keep that secret? Um, yeah, I suppose. I don't know, like, yeah. I think if, like... To compare something like an alien conspiracy to something like 9-11 conspiracy, the U.S. could have had a hand in a Mm -hmm. domestic terrorist attack without specifically planning out the attack to the point of being able to have their hands pretty clean of it, uh, other than, like, a couple people, you know? Um, Something like an ongoing Mm. conspiracy of aliens that are buried underneath you know area 51 or something like that that requires maintenance and more people learning as the years go by so you have to let people into this you know how do they know do they even tell the presidents the president is only there for a maximum eight years like why would they tell that person you know so like do you ever think about that like man there are some things that the president probably doesn't for sure definitely but like who then i know who is in this system long enough to keep that yeah, secret, exactly. you know? Yeah. An alien. An alien. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I think if anything that would be more a 
if it does exist, it would be more like a network of scientists. Yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. you know what's funny is when, when I was reading more about the Illuminati and like listening to to just people talk about them in videos and stuff like that. It's like the Illuminati was born out of uh, protest against the church's influence in the state and uh, a gear towards atheism and, and evidence-based science to gear their political systems. And I was like, why does this sounds great like why does this sound bad i don't yeah. understand why we're vilifying this group yeah. of people uh i don't know like it was so oh man i fucking lost my train of thought <laughs> how did we get to aliens or from aliens to illuminati we were talking oh about because the, the illuminati government. would keep the secret of yeah. the aliens is i guess what yeah. i was implying yeah. yeah i mean it's obviously i n- that's when i start to like disbelieve like a bunch of conspiracy theories i'm like really like exactly what you're saying could that many people actually keep any of this stuff like secret like that's but if it was more of a network of of scientists and intellectuals that were like kind of okay let's say it's after after the nuclear bomb first went off you Mm -hmm. know in hiroshima and nagasaki like oppenheimer and einstein and those guys like they never like they built the bomb but when they were, especially Einstein, when he was, like, trying to discover, you know, this energy force and, like, working on splitting the atom and, these, like, when they were working on mm-hmm. these types of things, they were trying to find, solve energy issues. They were not trying, like, as the scientists were, like, when they were first trying to explore it, like, that was the, the drive that they have, right? It's mm-hmm. like, wow, there's, like, all this energy in this, you know, tiny little ball. Like, how can we get at it and stuff like that? Uh... And obviously some people see weaponization in something like that and it it snowballs into an arms race that devastates, you know, hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of people. I think maybe at that time there was those people, like a few of the scientists or whatever that at the top of their field, like when you get to like the top of the physics field and stuff like that, mm-hmm. probably like three or four people yeah, that actually like know what is fucking happening. And are even like smart enough to mentally exactly, <laughs> comprehend it. and yeah. they're all talking about it and stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they're just sitting there being like, you know what? Yeah, so we have like the the aliens came and we have them <laughs> contained in this building and stuff. But like, if we release that information, like eighty percent of the globe is oh gonna t- have like a religious fit and like there's gonna be riots and shit like that so let's just let's keep this on the dl for now i would love to see that super colloquial conversation between (laughs) four signs you know what let's just and oppenheimer just let's just keep this just in the bar like uh, (laughs) you know what bro what they did with that atom bomb thing it's not what i meant to happen i know man (laughs) that got way out ahead i know i was just like i just wanted to make energy man and they fucking blew up those people dude that was not cool not cool man you know what we should just like when we learn something new we should just keep it to ourselves (laughs) until people are not stupid enough to just like blow each other up with it that's probably how this all started yeah you probably just figured it out i know i could i could believe that like people keeping aliens a secret just like in spite (laughs) of something like well i'm not telling you about this (laughs) 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 like that makes sense yeah (laughs) you don't want free health (laughs) care well then you don't get aliens I Maybe mean, <laughs> <laughs> those are the thirty pages of the uh, the J- the JFK assassination. He was an alien. Yeah, 
like i mean all those things are super funny right like hillary clinton is like a lizard person you know and, like, yeah uh, ted cruz is a zodiac killer like those things the thing that's funny. hilarious about well that's kind of frustrating about stuff like that is it undermines the like real issues with those mm-hmm. people that are like Because, like, a conversation will inevitably do- divulge into, like, these crazy conspiracy theories about the things. And like, whoa, this person did this. It's like, well, we can talk about, like, the real stuff that they did. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's claiming that, like, Hillary Clinton versus, like, was, like, a good person and mm-hmm. did, like, didn't do, you know, maybe greasy and bad things on her way to the top and lie to people and lie to, you know, whoever and maybe do backhanded deals with governments and stuff like that. Like, sure. She was a politician for like yeah. 30 years, yeah. you know? You can't get through that without uh, doing shit like that. Like, you just can't. Yeah. Uh, that's the way it's built. And uh, and then on the flip side, like, you know, Donald Trump's laundry list of, of disgusting behavior and mm-hmm. stuff like that, that's way, way longer. And But, I mean, it still it dives into conspiracy theories about, you know, urine tapes and... and uh, I mean, I've read some pretty horrific things that are just like, you know, child uh, child prostitute trafficking and shit like that. That's like, yeah, I can believe that, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's enough like movies and like art and like, you know, random little like articles and shit like that about that stuff. Yeah. You know, we know that like like child trafficking and sex trafficking and things like that is a thing. And we know that only, like, powerful people can, like, actually, like, pay and, like, participate in mm-hmm. it. And so what the fuck do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, pretty like, oh man, there's just, like, you get to this certain level of power and people think they're just untouchable and can do whatever they want. And for some reason, it just descends into disgusting and inhumane behavior. I don't understand why that is. I don't either. Starts with, like fucking human sacrifice and <laughs> shit like that. Jesus. Yeah. Have you seen Mother? No. You have to watch it. I don't like scary movies. They it's scare not, me. I mean, it's not like scary. I like do like Ar- Darren Aronofsky though. Like, just as a filmmaker, you fucking have yeah, to watch Yeah, that's that true. Movie. He's like, one of my favorites. Um, And it's not like scary, like... It's like Darren Aronofsky yeah. scary. It's like creepy, weird. Holy fuck. Like... I wanted to leave the theater at one point. Like, it's so uncomfortable. Like, it's... See, well, you're not really selling me. It's so good. But it's crazy. Like, can you imagine just, like, as, like, an artist to, like, have that much of an effect on people? And people are, like, freaking out about it. Like, isn't that, like, goals? Like, honestly. Like, I would love to have... My favorite, like, (laughs) review, it's, like, Darren Aronofsky's new film is an artistic like self-indulgent piece of garbage i'm like i wish someone would say that about something (laughs) that's like the best thing anyone (laughs) i want to make an artistic (laughs) self-indulgent piece of garbage it's it's true watch it watch it it's so good yeah i I do love it darren aronofsky uh you when you said human sacrifice it made me think of it oh oh man that sounds scary (laughs) it's fucked yeah (laughs) but so good okay yeah, I'll check it out for sure. <laughs> um, I just want to be on record saying that Mother is good. So in 20 years when people like realize how good it is, I'm going to be like, Haha. I feel like it got pretty great. It's like half and half. Yeah, some people really hated it and some people really loved it. The people who hate it just don't get it. Well, that seems to be the case with a lot of Darren Aronofsky films. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people really hate The Fountain mm-hmm. and a lot of people really love The Fountain. I love The Fountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's really cool. 
Uh, but it's definitely like different, you know. Some people don't like nonlinear stories and stuff like that, and don't really. Some people just don't really follow it, you know. It's not uh, like a, a comment on their I intelligence know. or anything like that. It's just like <laughs> maybe. Well, no, it's a comment on what they are find interesting, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like they don't find uh, really like watching and digging into the plot of a movie interesting, and that's yeah. fine. That's okay. Yeah, and. I know I have to like remind myself of that too. I'm like, not everyone likes watching a movie like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, some people watch movies for different reasons. Yeah. Mm, like, that just shouldn't change the way you make movies yeah. or watch movies yourself. But, uh, yeah, I've definitely uh, come around with a lot of that stuff in regards to like just art in general. Yeah. Just like, you know what? If some people like it, then let them yeah. have it and whatever. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's obviously. Uh, an art form and an in and a different type of uh intelligence and just engagement in, in mm -hmm. getting into stuff like that for sure yep word word <laughs> you're really bouncing back firing hot topics back and forth we have yeah it's true um the ghost stuff have you ever like seen a ghost i've never seen a ghost but i have felt a ghost like presence okay um more recently the laundry room in my apartment building right now is haunted as fuck. Okay. Like, I don't know. Do you ever just, like, felt just, like, wrong? <sighs> I want to say yes. I, I'm not sure that I've ever been that conscious of it, though. Um, I used to... So now this is getting, like, really... If you don't believe in ghosts, then you just don't have to listen to this next part of my <laughs> conversation. <laughs> um, and I used to babysit this girl, and she could... Like, her her and, like, her dad and, like, her sister, like, that whole side of the family could all see, like, spirits and ghosts. And I felt like they were just very connected to that kind of world, if you do believe in such a thing. And I used to babysit her. And it, before I had even, like, heard of anything about that, if you just, like, walked into her bedroom, it was just, ah, like, you just didn't want to be in there. Like, I can't even describe it. It was just, it was, like, messed up. And I just remember so many times babysitting her late at night. And, like, I swear, like, I'd hear her walking around upstairs, and I'd go up there, and she was, like, in bed, you know? And she would just say, like, some weird offhand thing about, like, someone she saw that day, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, she'd be like, oh, and then, like, me and the man were, like, playing. I'm like, what? When? Like, uh, it's just, like, little weird things like that that I was too scared <laughs> to, like, delve into at yeah, the time. I'm like, like, oh, that's really... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, that's super messed up. I'm just gonna, like, not address it, <laughs> you know? Oh, dear. And... I know, like, my mom um, has seen ghosts before, and the house that we used to live in, I was too young to remember any of this, but she, like, said it was haunted, and she, like, asked the ghost to, like, leave them alone, and I don't know. Yeah, I actually, I kind of grew up with similar stuff, not yeah. necessarily around me personally, but uh, friends that lived around us, they, uh, one of my friends, her mom was a medium, Mm. and uh they're like everybody that like were around her friends had like weird stories of being in their house and playing with ouija boards mm. and like uh finding yeah like they lost the remote and so like they asked the ouija board where the remote is and it like says it's like upstairs or something even though like that's there's no reason why it would be upstairs and it's like sitting upright on the table in the middle of it like frozen cold shut up no it wasn't yeah i mean well like i heard this from like five different friends that were there so what? and like 
going upstairs and seeing their shoes all rearranged in like triangles and stuff like that. And I mean, her mom claim like, yeah, they, like her mom claims to like kind of like to see things like to actually like see like little like parademons or like whatever you want to call them, like little things, like sometimes very innocent things, sometimes very not innocent things. Right. And she's constantly like dusting the house and that type oh. of stuff. And they actually had her perform an exorcism in one of the the stores in the in the town that surrounds the oh like house. My and God. Multiple people have accounts of her like like being possessed and talking in this like weird odd tone voice in the middle of this thing, like chasing this quote unquote demon out of the out of the space and it's kinda like man multiple friends of mine are like telling me this type of stuff from like things that they saw growing up in their childhood and like i don't know like that type of stuff i can't again firmly say that i believe it Mm -hmm. but i don't think that it's an impossibility Mm -hmm. so just sounds like an interesting thing to explore to me oh my god totally yeah Um, yeah there's just been and that's even getting into things like, you know, like huge coincidences and stuff like that. Like Yeah, totally. Like there's know. definitely like Yeah, there's definitely things that account for it, but I don't know. People give Ouija board shit and like it's like a it's just a game, right? Yeah. Like it's it's actually like sold by a gaming company. But we like I remember this girl, they would just make it out of a pizza box yeah. and a shot glass and mm-hmm. we would do it just for shits and giggles and you know, even if somebody is pushing it around the stuff that would actually happen yeah. like as far as like the shoes getting rearranged and those types of things like unless like there were people like actually upstairs like like our parents and stuff like yeah. playing stupid jokes on us yeah. then shit was happening i would like i've used ouija boards and stuff like before too and i would actually never keep the two parts like together like there's like the board and then yeah. there's the little yeah those cannot be in the same room together not even they shouldn't even be in the same building together because like, <laughs> like bad stuff starts happening yeah yeah i mean it's just like it's just weird stuff that i mean nobody else would ever really know you know we i, I remember asking there was three of us i wasn't pushing it mm-hmm. and we like well yeah we found somebody and we we're talking to this like russian said he was like a russian prince or something mm-hmm. his name was Michael and like murdered two people or something like that. Got a lot of information out of it. Yeah, we did actually. <laughs> Very talkative. Well, it was <laughs> like, did you kill anybody? It was like, yes. Yeah, like, uh, how many people? Two. Uh, it's like, oh my God. And um, then we like researched it and there's this person that existed. Uh, holy fuck. And That's, we're like, oh my God. That's like when kids that say, like, none really of us would have stuff. known. Yeah, we're yeah, like yeah. sixteen, oh, seventeen, and like fuck chills. our like, yeah goosebumps. Our extent of history is like Canadian history from yeah. you know our grade ten textbooks or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, I I can't explain that, and there's no way any of my friends knew who that person was. That's messed up. So unless that's just like a really crazy coincidence that one of my buddies was like, haha, I'm just gonna throw out these like random things and. We happened to find somebody that was named Michael from Russia that was a prince and killed two people. Then, okay. Whoa. <laughs> um, but this can also go back to the Mandela fact yep. effect. Maybe I maybe I don't 
maybe that stuff didn't even fucking happen. And I'm just like remembering it as a false memory of a kid as a dream oh my God, or something. Oh my God, that's so weird. Like when you think about like false memories. Because there's obviously things that I do remember, like the Shazam movie and yeah. things like that, that weren't real. Um, I remember even, and it's tough to say, like having some conversations with my mom about like a memory I've always had. Mm-hmm. Been, like, and then this and this happened. And my mom was like, that's not what happened at all. But it's like, that's was like my memory you know like it's Mm. just weird when things like that happen yeah it's true yeah there's a lot of crazy things in our world and (laughs) uh i don't know we've talked a lot about them maybe it's time to close the book on our on our chat for the day and uh and let the listeners the the (laughs) few dozen that might tune in uh that's probably even a little bit generous uh i have a lot of of fans okay yeah we'll let them absorb (laughs) it and uh and they can flame us with comments if they choose to do so and please send me stories of ghost experiences and sleep paralysis yes <laughs> so we can steal them for our movies yeah <laughs> do you have like something you say like like a news anchor when you sign off like yeah well you know that's just like uh, your opinion man and that's it for the slack line. We want to thank Alexis Make Peace for dropping by. Thanks. Uh, we'll try to find what happened to Jay Wow. Hopefully he uh, he can be returned here. And if he is, he can be uh, the real Jay Wow. Uh, we are concerned that he's a robotic doppelganger. You know that's a Jersey Shore character, right? Jay Wow. Is it? Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> is it for real? <laughs> yeah, like she was on Jersey Shore. I had no fucking clue. Oh. I'm just finding that out now. <laughs> all right. Well, if that's copyright infringement, I don't give a shit. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> that's it for the Slack line. <laughs> Thanks, Alexis. Bye. Have a good day, everybody. But I never met a woman with so much grief Hey mama Hey mama, hey Hey mama, I've seen you around Messing with all the poor boys in this town Hey mama Hey mama, hey Just to wear the crown
know what you need 